0: and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile podcast, episode 65. She discovered 45 was the perfect time to be a mom. Welcome back, my loves. I'm so delighted to be with you this week, and I'm super excited to be sharing an incredibly inspiring story with truly one of the most extraordinary women I have ever had the good fortune of meeting. And I know you hear me say that all the time, but it's because it's true. I really get to work with some of the coolest women in the world because so many of these women that come to me, I just fall in love with because one, they understand the power of hell yes. And and they do things, they're scared shitless, and they do them anyway because- Even though they're scared, even though they've been beat up from this journey, they are willing to take massive leaps in the name of their dreams. They understand that they've got to have their mindset on board because their mindset was critical in just about every success. And they're not willing to allow their journey to be tainted by their saboteurs, limiting beliefs or other bullshit that threatens to get in their way. And the other thing that makes these women so incredibly cool and and really what sets them up for massive success is their willingness to learn. I mean, I regularly coach women at the top of their professional game, women that are really having an impact in their work, whether they're physicians, lawyers, nurses, teachers, aviators, you name it. These are women who have passion and purpose in what they do every single day. But when it comes to their fertility journey, they recognize, hey, there's something I got to learn here. I am getting in my way and I am not available to keep doing that. So it is this commitment to hell. Yes, it's belief in their dream, even though they can't necessarily see how they're going to get there. And also this openness to learn, this willingness to say, hey, I want to get to the next level. I want to really give this my best to cover my bases, mind and body. That's really what sets these women apart. And in the interview that I'm doing with Myrna, who, as you will learn, is an accomplished musician who has played on international stages, she got to live her professional dream. And she was well into her 40s when she started to really focus on making her dream of being a mom come true. She's someone that was willing to take a stand for having both a meaningful career and the family of her dreams. So if you're listening today, you know, at whatever stage you are in your journey and you're doubting whether or not you can have it all, listen up, sister, because Myrna is going to have a powerful message that can literally help change the trajectory of your journey. So I hope you enjoy my interview with the amazing Myrna. All right, my loves. I just can barely stand how excited I am right now to be bringing today's guest on. I It's just been a thrill. And and you hear me speak about how I get to work with some of the most amazing women in the world, women really going for their dreams, women really making an impact on the world in so many ways, professionally, creatively, in business and in life. And I just felt it on my heart that it would be such a gift to all of you for you to meet Myrna. You know, not only is, is Myrna an accomplished musician in Brazil, she's just got the biggest heart in the world. And from the moment that we first spoke, I, I just knew that we had a connection and that I was going to be truly blessed with the opportunity of working with someone that I just resonated with at a soul level. And so I am delighted to have you on the podcast, Myrna.
1: Hi Razan, thank you, thank you for inviting me for this podcast. I'm really happy. I really, it just brings me happiness to hear your voice. Really. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. And you know, I'm just
0: delighted that you know at the generosity that you're showing by sharing your story because your fertility journey was truly. It just is is miracle after miracle after miracle, and yeah. so. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about how you got on this journey? How it all started for you?
1: Okay, I have to tell you that for the first 20 years of my life, my like already adult life, I was the person that that was already always saying no, I don't want to have children. This is not for me. The world is a, is a an ugly place to bring up a kid nowadays. Look at this happening. Look at this other thing happening. So I missed the opportunity to have a child when I was young. My, all my colleagues, all my friends were becoming moms and they were happy. They were having a child and a second. Some had a third child and I was just like, no, this is not for me. This was the beginning. I got married and it's been already like 13 years that I'm married. In the beginning, we wanted a child like every young couple, just married. So we said, okay, let's do that. And then as it didn't happen the first year, we decided to take a break and we had our own projects. I had my projects, my husband had his own projects and the time passed by. And all of a sudden, I was seeing myself well into my forties, looking around and thinking, "Okay, what now?" You know, you you reach this moment in your life that that you see you you fought for career, you you traveled the world. I did course on that, and then another course on that. I, I followed everything, every wish I had. I could just take my suitcase and travel wherever I want and all of a sudden I discovered I found out that I was just constantly looking for something I was never happy I was never uh, satisfied I never thought that I I've reached something that I I really wanted because as soon as I I was achieving that success it meant nothing to me so I all of a sudden, I I I found out that really was something really major missing in my life. I was creating some kind of. I was just seeing my friends already with their kids well, well, like raised already going to school, and I was thinking, my God, this could have been me. Look at this; I have friends that have that, <laughs> that had uh, children already, like so young, mm-hmm. and. All of a sudden I started thinking about it. And I said, Oh my god, this is it. This is what I'm missing, really. Because uh, maybe it will sign it will sound old fashioned, but women, we are here also to procreate, to create the next generation, to maintain and create life. And I think that if we run away constantly from this from this purpose uh, of our lives, we will be unhappy. I am speaking, of of course, of, of my personal experience. Now that I am a mother, proudly, and I have a baby, <laughs> I can tell you that it made a huge difference. And I realized that I was unhappy because I was trying to run away from my purpose in life. I was wow. trying to run away, uh, hiding. Behind projects and behind career and behind, you know, this and that. I'm not saying that this is not important, but it has to go hand in hand with the main purpose, the main dream. And I discovered that really my dream that I was pressing because I was feeling uncertain, unsure, unsecure. My really my dream was to be a mom. Once wow. I discovered that once I, I realized that, and then I went into desperation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, before we get to the desperation, and you know, I yes. just, I just want to take a moment to really acknowledge yes. you because you are speaking a truth that it's so many women are afraid to speak because I mean, mm. your words about, you know, you have all of this, you know, global, you know travel you have so much success in your profession in what you do you know that you're one of the best in the world and and you know you're traveling and you're doing all this but you felt that emptiness yes. and you finally had the courage to admit wait a second you know all <laughs> of this external success is wonderful it's true but i feel nothing because there's something else in my heart that's really brave
1: to admit. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. It it was a major shift when when I realized that. It was a really major shift in in everything. I just saw my life from a perspective that I've never seen before. Wow, wow. Okay, so <laughs> so you started to mention the
0: desperation. So so let's put this <laughs> into some context. How old were you when you figured out that you needed to really Bring this dream of being
1: a mom to fruition. Yes, that was let's say I was forty-two, turning forty-three. Okay, that was when it all started. And of course, I I went uh, the the normal the normal path. I first spoke with my with my doctor, with my gynecologist. It was the first idea that I had to speak with him. So I. I went to the office and I said all of a sudden after all these years, <laughs> okay, I want to become a mom. And he looked at me and he said, hmm, have you seen the statistics for your age? <laughs> mm. This was the first thing that he said to me. Mm. And I said, okay, not really, because I wasn't really into this idea until just recently. And he turned, I will never forget, he turned the computer screen, he typed something, he found a page that he wanted he turned the computer screen next to uh, uh, towards me and, and said, "Look, this is where you are now, and you see your chances for success for natural uh, getting naturally getting pregnant is almost minimum, almost zero. Uh, maybe you have to turn uh, to a specialist, to fertile specialist, that will talk with you because I cannot really help you. I'm just." a gynecologist and this is all I can do for you I can I can give you some numbers some names and you go from there so basically basically we never considered because of the time uh, the time pressure we never considered actually trying naturally at this age my husband is also a similar age he's like a couple of years younger than me but uh, we never considered trying because they say okay you try for a year and if you don't have a success then you you probably uh, try uh, and find some specialist that will work with you so i i started already looking into treatments because of age because of age because even if i had everything in place my reproductive system working no one was actually going to give me the time i was in a rush wow basically yes. wow did that frighten you when you first heard this from the doctor? Not only frightened me, I cried. I cried so much. I will never forget really this day when I left the office. I I went to the car and I just I just cried and cried my eyes out. Really. It was <laughs> it was a memorable day, but what did what this did to me was I said okay, because I'm, I'm used to, to fight all my life for the things I want, I said, okay. So actually this motivated me and I said, okay, I will do my best. I will do my best and I won't give up and I will try, I will give everything just to see how far I can go, how, how much I can do, how much is in my power to achieve my dream. Mm. So after this, maybe half an hour or one hour crying in the car i decided to to look for a doctor and i started my treatment as soon as possible in the beginning i had two treatments like ivf directly ivf with uh, stimulation with uh, injections with all the hormones we had a good result for the first time we had many eggs but uh, none of them went to the stage of blastocyst after the 5th day so it could have been biopsied and and seen if if this is a viable viable embryo so i had two fails two failed treatments one after the other which of course brought me a lot of sorrow because when i when i received the phone calls the first time and the second time as well saying there is not one good embryo, they all died. Your oh. eggs are not a good quality anymore because of your age. There is nothing we can do. You should consider a donation, egg donation from a younger woman. And as much as this is an, an, an incredible option for women that uh, have really... A problems to have, for some reason, their own eggs. This is an incredible option. I somehow, I couldn't accept it. I couldn't accept it. And I said, no, I will I will have to do something. I want to have my, my blood, <laughs> my <laughs> DNA. <laughs> and this is when I found this other doctor. So this is when all started. After the two failed treatments, I left the, the clinic that I was attending and I went to this other doctor and he was the one that really believed in me he and you <laughs> <laughs> but at this point I haven't met you yet so this was all the negative talking the negative self talk i was like saying no you cannot do it you see you're stupid you see and 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 so already we're speaking about 2 years past so mm-hmm. i was already 45 you know, and, and then I said, okay, this is the last time I will do this. As as much as this doctor believes me, I will put all my trust in him and I will do this treatment once more with all the injections. It's, it's, it's devastating. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so, it's so tiring. You know, the, the meds, the, the, the injections, everything, hope, and then your shredded hopes. And then starting again, and then the second time was also a fail. So I said, okay, I do this again. And actually, we had a success. We had one one embryo that was fertilized, that went on to be tested, and it was a good one. It was a good embryo, but I only had this one. And so this is when I met you, Roseanne. Mm, I, remember, I remember <laughs> i remember you telling me i have one embryo one that's it one one at the age of 45 that, that's all i have mm-hmm. and and so we started i will never forget our trial session i for for our trial trial conversation i i said i should go Why? I'm so nervous. Let's see. And I went uh, in, in our building. We have a kids' playroom indoors. And I went and I sat on this small little chair there, kids' chair. And I had, probably you don't know, I, I never told you, but I had our trial conversation in that chair. And now, you know what? My baby boy plays in this room. Oh my God! <laughs> isn't this amazing? <laughs> I know. I, know. I, I mean, I, I didn't know that. I, I just, never... I, I never told you it's true. Yes. Oh my
0: gosh. I just remember like when we first spoke and, and you, I remember you telling me, Roseanne, I, I mean, you were essentially telling me, this is my shot. Yes. I really want to bring all of this. I, I cannot afford to be thinking yes. negatively. I cannot afford Yeah. To to you know to not have my mind in order. And I also remember thinking, let's do this. Let's do this.
1: (laughs) The hell yes moment. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly. I'm like, she's 45, she's got one embryo. This is her only shot. Hell yes. Hell yes. (laughs) Think about that. Think about that, Myrna. Think about what we're saying here because. You are demonstrating to these women that are going to be listening to this all over the world that yeah. hey, you can't afford to not be in a place of hell. Yes, if this is your shot and if you are committed to making something work, you cannot afford to mess around with
1: hell. Maybe oh <laughs> no, not a chance, not a chance. I knew then, I knew then that I I really needed something in because i I was I'm a very disciplined person, always have been, so I was following the protocols to the to the minimum, but I knew that what was missing was my mindset. I knew because of the two failures that I was coming from, because of the statistics and the time passing, I knew that I needed something extra, something more, something. To really make sure that my mind will be on track with the body because the body was doing everything and I needed my mind to to follow. Wow.
0: So tell these women, I mean, what was it like for you to be willing to work on your mind? Because, first of all, like, I mean, you're clearly a disciplined person to be you know at the level that you're at in your work and and to be the kind of person as you said who is used to fighting all of her life for what she wants this mindset thing may sound like like nonsense or like voodoo <laughs> so so what was like what did you start noticing about yourself uh, first
1: of all let's not forget that I was coming already for months and months with hormone treatment so this was already messing up with my moods, even even if if I'm in a, in a normal state, I was gonna be in a different mood. But already the hormones were working, so I was really not in a great place when I when I met you. I was saying, okay, I was doubting myself. I was doubting the 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 chance. I was saying, I was really saying like, no, this. I'm sure this is gonna be fa- failure again. It's not possible. Just one, and and what what's next? If I if I lose that, what what's gonna happen? If I do it, it, so I was really not in a good place. I was I was not in a good place. I I remember we talking about even external things from my day daily life that were like small things that were uh, throwing me off off the center. And so I really I really realized that I have to give my best and the changes that I felt even after our first weeks was really like what gave me hope that this time will be different because Mm -hmm. my mind was already thinking, was already working in a different way. And it was extremely helpful. Our, our weekly sessions, I was, leaving for that hour, you know, we were always <laughs> meeting at the same time, same day, same hour, same time. And we were, we were building, slowly building up. So the first time, then the second time, and we were slowly building out and I was slowly finding the best position. And we were working towards already when I had the date, we started before even scheduling the day for the, for the transfer, for the frozen embryo transfer so we were slowly going to this date and as it was already approaching i felt i felt ready i felt ready the fear was gone the uncertainty was gone and i was really at the best place i was really at my my best my best place when when the date uh, arrived for the frozen embryo transfer which was really It's gonna be two years tomorrow. (laughs) Wow! Ninth, yeah. (laughs) I can't believe it. I can't believe it.
0: Oh my god! I mean, just hearing you say that again, you know, like I could feel the tension in my chest. I'm like, oh my god, she only has one embryo. She's this has gotta work, and you know, because so many of us, like, how? I mean. That's one of the things, and I love that we're talking about this because that's one of the things we as women torture ourselves about is the numbers. You know, yes. I need to have 50 eggs because if I have <laughs> 50 eggs, then you know, I you know, my chances are so much better. But you're actually going to, you know, be demonstrating how you only need
1: one. <laughs> you <laughs> right? only need one. Absolutely. Oh my god.
0: So tell us about that. Okay, so you got us to this point. I mean, my, I'm like, I goosebumps talking about this. It's like, so you get to this point where you're right up on the transfer and you're about yeah. to have your transfer and you feel this, you know, you feel yourself showing up differently, the, the fear and the uncertainty. You're just in a different place. So, you know, take us through that next part because, you know, the two week wait that you have and all. Oh. You know, tell us all about that.
1: Oh yes yeah. a big challenge for me uh, with uh, which you helped me was of course the internet researching googling youtube you remember the youtube <laughs> videos of of other women that had uh, successful or unsuccessful transfers i was i was watching it all until one day i i really stopped with that because it was uh... <laughs> was really too much. It was it was putting me off focus. So I if, if there is one thing I can I can really recommend is to diminish the chatter of internet. It's your story. It's never gonna be it's not this girl's story. It's not that woman's story. It's your story and it's gonna be different. And you have to believe that and and just not go into not go there, not go into Dr. Google or or YouTube. Because it's really, it's you. It's you. And this is only showing off you of focus. I already knew all about the two-week wait. And when we did the transfer, I was you, you did uh, amazing preparation. We had a talk the night before. I will never forget that. We had uh, our session the night before. And then you told me, take something. Take something that is already representing your baby. We, we never talked about the embryo. We already talked about your baby. We we already knew because of testing, we knew that it's a boy and it's going to be a boy. And this was also my dream that I, I am a mother of a, of a boy. And so we were, this this is also what helped. We we were already addressing, uh, not as embryo, but as baby, as, as a boy, as this boy, my son. And when I was saying those things, I was like shivering <laughs> back then. But you said, take something that represents a onesie or something else. And and I did, I bought a pacifier the morning of the transfer and I wore it on my my neck for the whole two weeks. I slept with it. I took a shower with it. I was on the (laughs) transfer with it. This pacifier, my baby never took on pacifiers, but this pacifier is still here on my drawer to remind me of the miracle that happened. Mm-hmm. so the transfer went perfectly uh, well and then uh, I was home and then of course I decided not to test at home I decided to wait for the blood tests at the at the at the, uh, at the clinic so I was uh, already on the on that year mother's day was on the 13th and I did a beneficial walk a few days what? after the I transfer remember for <laughs> kids oh with God. cancer mm-hmm. yes i decided to walk this walk for for the for the for a beneficial walk on the on mother's day and then i will never forget i i took a taxi afterwards to go home because the place of the walk was far from my home and the taxi driver said okay so today is mother's day are you a mom and i i said yes i am I am a mother. This is already in the beginning of the two-week wait. I was Mm. so sure with this answer. And so he gave me a candy. Probably he was giving a candy to all women that uh, took a ride with him that day. But I was, yes, I am a mother. Yes.
0: Oh, my (laughs) God. This was
1: magical. This was magical. And, of course, a few days later, I took the test and it was positive. And I cannot describe. I cannot describe. I'm still... Oh my gosh, it's so emotional to remember this day. Uh, it was such a happiness. It was sheer happiness. It was mm-hmm. just happiness. And then I called you and I told you, and we were screaming, both of us. <laughs> on the show. yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I
0: remember that. And I'm like, all of this around Brazilian Mother's Day. Like, how is this even possible? Like, Karina, this, I mean... I mean yes. I have tears in my eyes as I listen to you. Yes. Yes. I just Amazing. remember all of the it just was you I mean the part of the reason why your story is so compelling is you had so many things working against you. Yeah. You had so much telling you no but you had the guts to follow your heart and say yes because you know I mean, we, you and I were very similar in that way in that, like, I didn't know all my life I wanted to be a mom. It wasn't until mm-hmm. you know I met mm-hmm. my husband and, and, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, for us, each of us, it's a little different, but, you know, you're really demonstrating, hey, it doesn't matter when you come to this dream. It's your dream. It doesn't matter if you discover yes. it when you're 28 or 48. It doesn't matter. The dream is yours and it's yours for the taking because You know, at 45, you know, the statistics are frightening. And you know, if if you let them be, but you found a a doctor that believed in you. You came out with one embryo, day five, perfectly fine. So you know you still had good eggs in you at 45. Yes. Found one, right? (laughs) And you had the guts to believe. And you know, this is why I mean you you demonstrate also. I mean, you took the teaching and you took it to the next level because you're wearing a pacifier that whole time around your neck (laughs) in the shower. People ask you if you're a mom, and you said yes. I mean, I mean,
1: look at that. I mean, that what a dramatic change. Yes, absolutely. I can tell you that now, as in the beginning of our conversation, I said, "Now I am complete." This is no no empty words. I'm not just saying to make it sound beautiful. You know, motherhood is hard. We are now also in in, uh, quarantine, and I cannot be happier to be with my baby, to be with with my son, to be having all this time with him, to have him in my life, and to really feel complete, to really feel accomplished. Finally, I feel accomplished as a person, as a woman, as a human being. Really, it's so exciting. I'm only looking forward to every day with him just to live my life. I, I'm not searching anymore. I'm not running anymore. I'm not looking for the next thing that will take my attention anymore. I am right here, right now, is where I want to be. Wow.
0: <laughs> I mean that just blows my mind and and it's such a powerful statement to make about the peace that comes from allowing yourself to live your dream. Because ultimately, if we really take it down to to the the basics, that's what your story is about, is being willing to be that woman who is the last one on the dance floor, who is (laughs) willing to stick it out and, and, and willing to live her dream and And to say hell yes, and to keep saying it until her dream is here, because I've seen your baby boy.
1: I've seen pictures of him. I know how beautiful he is. I
0: mean, he is a miracle. And he's a miracle. It just blows me away. So, you know, from the wisdom of a woman, because, and and this is why, I mean, I love all of my ladies with all of my heart, because you're one of a tiny percentage of women who are really willing to go outside of their comfort zone and really go for it and you deserve all of the praise and all of the accolades for that because you're the one that did it. You know, yes, I coached you, but that doesn't mean <laughs> anything if you are not yes. the woman who follows through and you followed through. So what's yes. some of the wisdom you would share with all of these women who are listening, who might be doubting themselves, who might be worried they're too old or or worried that, you know, the cards are
1: stacked against them, what would you tell mm-hmm. them? I will tell them. So I gave birth already with 46. And this is really, even nowadays, considered <laughs> a very rare, although we see many, many stars or famous uh, people, they they also choose to have Uh, kids late in life because of circumstances but I consider myself ready now to be a mom I somehow I started I stopped looking at at the numbers at the age I I had a a time in my life that I was of course hiding my age even lying about my age (laughs) Uh, but but all of a sudden, that that also changed. I was, uh, I am now proud of my age. I'm proud of what I achieved, even being well in my forties. And it's just the mindset, it's just the way uh, that you look at it. And and that's that's the main reason. Like I, st- I stopped uh, having so many concerns about the number about the numbers and and about what everyone is saying and about statistics because statistics are are there but uh, they don't include you they include other people they were they were they didn't ask you they didn't include my story in the statistics clearly okay, they but, didn't uh, yeah <laughs> no and really listen to your heart that's number 1 listen to your heart and try to just ignore everything else. You just look forward. You just focus on your dream because this is what is the most important thing. It's not about what others say or what others think. It's it's just you and your dream. And you walk this path just thinking about it, already visualizing it, visualizing you holding your baby, you rocking your baby to sleep, not the numbers not the statistics it, it's you it's it's your story you're writing your story you're the main character there and don't compare yourself with what others did or what what others uh, where others failed just focus on yourself your story and your dream just visualize it and you will succeed mm. and i will never forget But you you always told me like, yeah, 45, 46 spring chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I always had this in my mind now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, people people don't believe me, but I'm like, why not? You have a choice. (laughs) You know, you you could meet some people at 45, 46 and think that they're 70. But exactly. Exactly. You have a choice. You have a choice about how you how you live this. So tell us really quickly, like has the change in you had any impact on how you mother your son are you going to be able to teach him something different
1: oh for sure for sure this this made a huge impact this this whole story made a huge impact on my my whole being and i consider this as my biggest achievement and of course i have now the wisdom to be a very i i'm actually Surprising myself with the mother I'm, I'm being, I always thought that I'm going to be this mother, like not much fun and always like about rules and this and that because this is who I was in my life up until now. And I see that I'm just this just fun mom. I'm this cool mom. <laughs> and, and I'm just taking everything, everything, not only that, but I'm just taking everything lightly now. Now it changed my whole personality. Really, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm taking everything like okay, yes. Let's see what what life has for us. No stress. Not really stressing up with with uh, with. I have to do this, and then life is bad. And no, it's it's just everything became very very simple. All of a sudden, it's all about simplicity. Mm. And I am. I'm looking forward where, uh, uh, the, for the times where I can really talk with my son and teach him all about this. And for sure, one of the things to follow his dreams and to always believe in himself will be one of one of the things I will, I will for sure teach him.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, because I think women like us, or or you know, any woman who is on this journey and gives herself permission to really go for her dreams. You know, when we are blessed with the miracles that we receive, we have a a different level of responsibility. It's like we've been given this incredible miracle, and we have to be good stewards of it. We have to really nurture these these Mm -hmm. children at it. Even you know, we we had to become different so that we could create a different result. And it's it's almost like it's a responsibility to pass on this wisdom to them. Absolutely.
1: Wow. Absolutely. Irina. That. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Oh my gosh. Irina. I, you know, it's just been such a pleasure to have you on and to hear, I mean, there's no way that anyone listening cannot hear your joy because yes. it is coming through so strongly <laughs> in your voice, in your energy and that contentment and that knowledge in your heart that you went for it. You you know you're going to to live the rest of your life knowing that and and having the peace that comes from really following your dream and and really giving yourself yes. that permission. So thank you for being such an incredible example and it's you know it was just like i said, you know i being able to work with just extraordinary women all over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean it it just You guys light my life. I mean, it it just is. This is not work for me. It's just, it's truly a blessing. So thank you for being so generous and sharing your story.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Rosanne, for having me. Thank you so much for helping me and being part of this miracle.
0: Hey loves, wasn't Myrna just the bee's knees? I really hope you take some of these ideas to heart and really get it in your soul that it doesn't fucking matter when you come to your dream of being a mom. It is your dream and you get to go for it. It doesn't have to look like anyone else's dream. You can come to it in your own timing, and it is just as valid. Be the woman who's willing to go for her dream with all of her heart, and you may find a level of contentment and a level of peace that you've never known before. That is what is hanging out waiting for you on the other side of hell yes, my love. And if you are a hell yes woman who is all about going for her dreams and you want me to teach you what I taught Myrna, my Fearlessly Fertile Method program is for women who intend to get pregnant in the next 12 months and say hell yes to covering their bases, mind and body. So you don't have to look back on this time with regret. I work with women who are committed to success, just like Myrna. To apply for your interview for this program, go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com and apply for time with me there. My methodology, as you can tell, has helped women around the world make their dreams come true. Their results speak for themselves. If you don't have a mindset for success on this journey, baby, you got a gaping hole in your strategy, and let's fix that shit. It's time for you to set yourself up for success. Till next time, change your mindset, change your results.